missed you so much. I want to apologize for the lack of content. No, you know what? I need to stop saying sorry. Instead, I want to say thank you for being so patient with me. So I want to tell you why I was away for so long and also how I was feeling the past few years, how it's affected my success, my love life. And I think a lot of you listening can relate. And I just wish I had made a change sooner. I wish someone just said, it's okay to get help. Don't be so afraid. Get off your high horse. (laughs) So let's just jump into it. Uh, I've been depressed and I've been really anxious for a long time. And these two things in my life have just been so normal to me since childhood. I simply have coped with all of these symptoms. Um, And over the past month, all I have really been putting my energy into is getting better. And I wanted to come back when I felt better because I I just wasn't feeling good for such a long time. And I can come off as this strong, independent, grounded woman. And I started to realize I had to appear that way. It was hard and difficult to show any weakness. I felt like so many people depended on me to be this person that I just wasn't. And I get it. Some people forget to check up on their strong friends because they assume they have their shit together. And I think it's the people that give so much of themselves the most that end up dry. You know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I was so codependent on making others happy, which made me happy, that I forgot how to be alone with myself. I mean, I used to take so much pride on loving my own company and I completely forgot how to enjoy that. And not only that, but I convinced myself that I would either be okay or tomorrow would be a better day or that I was too good to get help. So I want to discuss how your mental health can seriously affect your work life and your sex life. So to share my story on how it has affected mine, I'm going to go through all of the roles and workload that I do in my daily life just so you have a firmer grasp of the weight that I physically and mentally was carrying. A lot of people have a skewed idea of what it is I really do. Some people follow me only on a few platforms and not all of them. And all of the work and thing and the content I create, there's just so much of it. And it's really hard for me to give an answer when someone says, what do you do? Because it would take me like an hour to explain. So I'm not going to take an hour to explain it. But I just want you to kind of open the curtain into what my day-to-day, week-to-week has been like. So here we go. So Alien Outfitters is my biggest project right now, which is under my LLC. It's just been growing ever since I started and has allowed me to branch off and start new companies such as The Horny Stoner, uh, where I sell pipes and dildos and blades for babes, where I sell weaponry excuse me, for women. Uh, And Alien Outfitters is basically our clothing store. 
Uh, but these three businesses, my partner and I run just by ourselves out of our home. And just the day-to-day operations of that alone is a lot. But since I've turned over a new leaf this month, I have started to outsource a lot of this work. So let's briefly go over my job description. Enjoy! Website storefront creation, graphic design, iTunes app development and management, buying products, creating products, designing products, listing products, product descriptions, product photography, listing items on other sales channels, inventory, skewing items, organizing the studio, social media, marketing, and management to seven or eight accounts every day, content creation, photo shoots, editing, customer service, responding to emails, DMs, processing returns, and the only thing I don't do within these brands is the fulfillment. So... Let's take a deep breath. We got through all of that. I just wanted to kind of give you some insight into what it is I do, which has only affected my mental health even more because my plate is overflowing. I basically have a table that's overflowing. Gosh, and being a control freak, it's awfully impossible to give up the reins of something I've worked so hard for, and I never want sympathy or credit for my workload, because trust me, I wish I could work smarter and not harder. Now, you think I was done explaining to you everything I did, but that is just the head honcho of it all. Okay, side projects include my podcast, aka The Love of My Life, my YouTube channel, my new vintage shop, The Second Orbit, my nonprofit organization, my book club, and my in-house brand, Shop Guttermind. All of that ties in together. As you can see, every little hustle I do ties into the previous hustle, which is fun to cross-promote in that way because everything is kind of a working chain link that leads from one to the other. And a few months ago, I I even wanted to apply to go to college. Like, bitch, what are you thinking? <laughs> you do not have time to go to college. Okay, I'm done. That's all the work I do on the day to day. And I mean, you have to think about this. Like, how do I even have time to manage and nurture friendships? I just totally gave up this last year. I mean, I I did try to an extent, but friends would reach out and I would have hundreds of orders to get to, or I'd be editing a video and I just put human connections on the back burner along with putting my family on the back burner. I mean, it got to the point where if family called me, they would apologize for calling because they knew I was so busy and that never feels good then that leads into my personal life. I mean, if I'm working from the moment I wake up till the moment I go to sleep, how am I supposed to get it on with Bay? Like, it's not gonna happen. So I'm constantly running around like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to accomplish all of these things. Now, I wanna say that my manic state has definitely fueled my success over the years. I just felt like I was this ball that just kept rolling and growing. And then I started growing so fast that the ball got bigger. And, you know, you just kind of 
crash and explode when it gets to that point. Um, but I want to say around March or April, I just started getting crippling anxiety and just having these extreme moments of panic at least once a week. And I went back and read some of my journaling and diary entries. And all I kept saying is how much I just wanted to quit. I just wanted to give up. It hurts to think about that it got to that point because you would think, oh, I have all these nice things and I have all this success and I have the perfect fiance and none of it mattered because I wasn't happy. I was just waking up and going through the motions. I mean, it got so bad that I was willing to just quit it all. I was looking up how to sell my business. How I was look I was thinking about selling everything I owned and just hopping in a van and living in it. It's funny they say the items you own will eventually own you. It just got worse and worse and worse and me being me, always coping with my issues. I thought I can deal with this. I just need to keep on keeping on. But then I started to wake up and I would be so mad that I woke up. I just started thinking, man, I wish I could just stay asleep forever because in my sleep, I have no responsibility. And I never got to the point that I was suicidal, but having these thoughts of quitting and wanting to give up and just not being happy about things that normally make people happy, I knew I I had to change something. And before I tell you what I did, I do want to say that for the past years, I've done everything from yoga, meditation, oils, self-talk, exercise, clean eating, uh, anything you can think of, you name it, supplements, whatever. I have tried anything to make myself feel good. Uh, Cutting out substances, um, smoking weed, not smoking weed. And at the end of the day, my mind was putting so much pressure on me. I would lay in bed and think about everything I said throughout the day, how I said it to people, what I could have done differently, thinking about tomorrow. It was just like there was a team of 10 people in my head that were all arguing and frustrated with each other. And then with all the numbers and social media, I would just wake up and panic reading comments and getting depressed and Having these breakdowns that would last for hours and sometimes days, it was the biggest challenge to turn my mood around. And some days I just wouldn't get out of bed. I would just work from bed if I even had the capacity to do so. But my moods completely inhibited my myself enjoying my life. That wasn't okay. So I I reached my breaking point. I said, you know what? If I need to try a medication that would make me feel better than this, even though I don't want to, anything would feel better than this. So I went on Google and I typed in free therapy in my zip code um, and I found a therapist right down the road for me. Her name is Marilyn and she is a goddess. And I made an appointment and I went. And at my first appointment, she just told me, 
she was watching my breathing during the whole appointment and she was like, you are just gasping for air. Like your body is just begging for more air in your lungs. And she recommended that I see a psychiatrist and I was confused. I thought, I thought therapy was, you know, what I needed to do. She's like, no, you need to, you need to go see a psychiatrist and try out medication if you're up for it. And this was just based off the first, um, first session we had. And just to kind of explain that process, uh, finding a psychiatrist is a bit harder. It's really expensive if you don't have health insurance or coverage, which is really just frustrating because I think mental health for youth is so important and it should be way more easily attainable. Uh, But I called every psychiatrist in my zip code and 99% of them weren't taking new patients, Uh, but I finally found someone and it was, I want to say $120 for 30 minutes for that first appointment. It was a lot. And at first I said, thanks, but no thanks and hung up. And I thought about it all day. And I said, if I'm not putting energy and effort into my health, whether it be my brain or my physical, um, I need to rethink where my money is going. If I need to cut back in one area so I can proceed with bettering myself and my life, I need to tighten up somewhere. So I called back. I made the appointment. So I went to the psychiatrist and quickly, briefly told her what I was feeling, what I was going through, not to mention all of my family's history. And she claimed that I was feeling or having symptoms of anxiety, depression, a little post-traumatic stress, and a lot of OCD because I'm clearly obsessive about my work, my job, and every aspect of my life. Uh, So she put me on Lexapro, 10 milligrams of it that day. And I have still one more week before I see her for my follow-up appointment, but... That's kind of what happened that day, and I'd like to transition to what the past three weeks of my life have been like. Um, First off, I want to say how much shame and guilt I felt for going to the psychiatrist. Uh, The holistic side of me thought it was just kind of like just wrong to take something that wasn't natural or didn't make sense. So those of you who don't know, uh, Lexapro is an antidepressant, which goes along the lines of SSRIs, which are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. I butchered that word, but they basically help with the treatment of major depressive disorder and anxiety. And typically when you work with a psychiatrist, you kind of test different antidepressants out. It's kind of like finding the right birth control for you. You just got to figure out what works and what doesn't. So I took it in the first few days. (laughs) This is going to sound fucked up, but I felt like I was on Molly. (laughs) And I was like, holy shit, like, First of all, I was having a lot of side effects, so I was waking up groggy and nauseous, but I remember going outside and reading a book, and I was like, oh my god, like, the sky is so fucking blue, (laughs) and 
I can feel the wind. Like I can feel the air like brushing through my body. And I found myself kind of like smiling and laughing for no reason, which uh, that just sounds stupid. But yeah, definitely felt like everything was really colorful. Um, And that started to wear off and I did feel a little bit wonky. But after that first week, I definitely felt back on planet Earth, but also on the surface and not feeling entirely like I was underwater, if that makes sense. And started gently practicing a few things that typically would make me anxious, like going out to eat, being in public by myself, going to the movies. Things that made me typically anxious or things I would just avoid doing. Uh, And practicing these things, uh, surprisingly, I was like super chill. Basically how I felt is pretty much like on much more of a middle path. But I feel so good. Like some days I feel like I just don't give a shit, like in the best way ever, but I feel so good. It definitely slowed me down. It really made me more present. And I also stopped drinking because you can't drink on antidepressants. So also not drinking, which makes you more depressed only made me feel so much better. I was working out better, um, just waking up so happy. I always said I wasn't a morning person. I am so groggy and mean and evil and snappy and irritated in the mornings. And now mornings are like my jam. (laughs) I play music. I dance around the house. I make breakfast. I read. I walk the dogs. I wake up and I stretch and I yawn and I smile and I look out the window and everything is so fucking colorful. Like no one told me this world was colorful. Like before I felt like I had a, I was carrying around a thousand pounds. I felt like there was this huge fucking dark cloud above my head that just would rain some days, would storm some days, a little overcast, but it was always there. And I mean, now I can just take a breath. Uh, When I'm in social situations, I am a calm fucking bitch, which is not me. I'm usually over talking, overexcited, not listening to people because I'm so focused on what I'm going to say next. Now I can sit back and just listen and chill Uh, I want to talk about how my sex life and my business life is uh, better now. First of all, sex, I can take my fucking time. I'm not worried about how fast I can come or how fast he can come. Now I feel so present that I'm more conscious of switching things up or taking my time or being more attentive or asking for what I need. When I have been working so much and for so long, sex can be kind of, you know, it can become a chore at some point. It's like, oh, we haven't had sex in a week or two weeks. Like, let's just get it over with. You know, now since I'm a happier person, my partner actually wants to have sex with me because I'm not so fucking bitter all the time. And him wanting me more makes me want him more. So that's been awesome. 
I mean, I don't want to go into too much detail, but it's been, it's been really nice. It's been really, really nice. Uh, And with antidepressants, sometimes they say it can make it a lot harder to orgasm. It takes more time. Some people actually can't. Uh, But so far, I've been fine. It has taken a lot longer, but I am okay with that. I think it's kind of a little lesson to just take your time, feel good. Um, And then business. So the past year and, and so forth, I've been so like rushed and anxious with all my content creation. And now I can just fucking relax, take my time and make more beautiful, intimate content. I'm not so stressed and worried about posting it so fast. Now I'm posting less, but my content is better. It's more quality. And I'm th- I'm just able to attract thoughts instead of bulldozing through all the chaos in my head, you know? But now I'm a little more conscious of how lucky I am to have created this life for myself. And I I needed that appreciation. Like, a hoe needs to be grateful, okay? So I basically proved to myself that if I could improve my mental health and way of life, that it could also improve my work life and my sex life. My only regret is not doing it sooner. I want you to ask yourself... Are you okay? Are you okay? Please be honest with me. Seriously. Don't fucking sugarcoat your shit. Don't give me an excuse. Don't blame it on someone you love or some circumstance you're in. Really think about like you, your raw self. I want everything around you to dissolve everyone you know everything you do let it disappear it's just you and are you okay i'm reaching out to you today because maybe it's the day that you needed someone to reach out to you i need you to know that there is no shame in getting help in any capacity in the entire spectrum of self-help Maybe you need to sign up to do a yoga class. Maybe you can download a meditation app. Maybe you can see what kind of free therapy or treatment is in your area. I want you to know how proud I am of you because it takes so much courage to do that. It's so easy to shove your shit under the rug. And trust me, I did that for the past eight years. You don't deserve to cope with a crippling feeling. Do the work because this is your life and you can sculpt it into whatever you want it to be. But I don't want you to be sad while you're sculpting because your sculpture will turn to mush. (laughs) If I can just help one little slut in this episode, just one person, if one person gets up and does the good work they need to do, I will be fulfilled. I want nothing more than for you to feel good. So take this episode today with you, and I know you already told me if you were okay or not, but I encourage you to ask someone you love. 
call your mom, call your best friend, call your boyfriend, call your long lost friend from middle school. I don't know. So anyone you can think of, maybe call a few people, text them, DM them, but just say, hey, I've been thinking about you. How are you doing? You good? People usually talk about their boyfriends or their job, but say like, hey, are you good? Like emotionally, like you feeling stable? Because that shit's important. You know, we're losing people. People are giving up and quitting. So be grateful for this life you've been given. And I want you to nurture yourself, love yourself, take a fucking bubble bath, light some candles, grab that special toy of yours and show yourself who's boss and love yourself, girl and boys and everyone in between. Okay, so I hope you guys know more about the headspace I've been in. And I promise you I've been jotting down and really coming up with some great content I want to give you guys. You know, I really want this to be a beautiful podcast for you because you deserve it and I deserve it. I love you all. Thank you for listening. And I can't wait to catch up with you on the next episode. Have a wonderful day.